fresh off of the bait of which theater in Reading, Pennsylvania is the best and not the worst. Not the IMAX. Not. We are the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. Not only do we judge films, we also judge the theaters in which we watch them. And the True. people that go there. And yes. the people that attend. We're equal True. opportunity judgers. I'm going to start a blog. Start a blog about about what? About which theater is, is best. Okay. Maybe it'll just be maybe it'll just be Reading, Pennsylvania. What's best? Hmm. Like you know what what what's the best pizza? Well, what's the best theater? There you go. What's the I don't Bears know. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica that. theater. That's what's the, the best, best one? Philly cheesesteak. I'd read that. Did you say Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. I said which which theater is best? Bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica theater. Which okay. bear is best? All right. This week we are doing lists. It is the three most realistic death scenes that we. Uh, have seen in films and Dove is starting us off. What do you got, Dove? Okay. Um, yeah, so I just went straight up. So usually when we get things like this, I do some research. I didn't do research with this one. Okay. I just went off of um, basically what I remembered. Yeah. And some of it's been uh, pretty recent too, which is actually kind of nice. So um, I think that I like my list. I think if I were to do some research, I might have found some that are out there, mm-hmm. but I did no research for this. I just like, what do I remember? Well, this is also kind of supposed to be based on the stuff we've seen. You can't really call it the most realistic no, death be, scene if we haven't seen it. Correct. It, it, even if I were to, I'm, th- I would find some things, I'm sure, okay. uh, that I've seen oh, okay, that, gotcha, that had an gotcha. impact. But these these are ones that had probably um, the most recent impact. And so yeah. when we're talking about realistic death scenes, I mean, what? There's millions upon millions of death scenes in movies, right? Yeah. And you have them all shapes and sizes. You know, you... Um, your head could be chopped off and that's a death scene, right? Yep. Right, yes. Uh, but there are a couple of things that stand out to me personally mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I feel like that was a realistic death scene played by that actor or something happened uh, to make it look like, wow, uh, that looked like a real death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. So I have three here. Now, This, these, um, there's no order. I didn't go like three to one. Mm-hmm. I guess they're all kind of equal. Mm-hmm. But these are the ones that I thought about. Okay. So one thing that really uh, gets me as far as like death is drowning scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so not the drowning scene where they're in the water and then they just go to sleep. That's not drowning. Okay? Yes. Drowning is I'm sucking. I no, no, I'm no, no Titanic. I I know which one. I'm talking about. I know which one you're talking about. And and I. I, The James Cameron film. What? The James Cameron film. What? Not the Titanic? Titanic? No, no, no. It is a James Cameron film. It's it's not that. It's not. Oh, oh Dove, I remember watching with you and you'd be like, that was one of the most realistic drowning scenes I've really? ever seen in my life. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, if I, was, I forgot about it. I'm it's the, it's the cave one. It's I'm the curious. cave one where they're, where they're, where they're caved out, they're spelunking, about? and there's a flood what that James happens. Cameron film is what James Cameron about? film is that? No, no. They're, 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 there's, it, it's really random, but you, after it's over, we looked, oh my word, that was James Cameron. Oh, really? Remember, they're spelunking, right? And they're in the and then they come to this beautiful area, right? And they're looking at it. Oh, yeah, yes, and, yeah. And that's right. The lady, one, that's the, the, the right. lady runs out of oxygen. She tries yes. to take it away from the guy, and they get she in this underwater battle. She panics. Yes, and yeah, then and then, we're at the point where it's actually really scary. Well, yes, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. I but forgot about that. You brought up, but it's okay. not. But, but it's have some oh, similar. Is that called beneath? Maybe. Uh, I, I, yeah, look, look it up real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, IMDb. James I, yeah, and and let me just let me just talk about this real quick. 
it really was a realistic death scene. It's not on my list, but Dove, I remember you being like, that was one of the most underwater, realistic underwater death scenes I've ever seen. Really? Because wow. remember, because the panic happens, right? Right. And, and you're really feeling as an audience, like, oh my, oh my word, this is happening. This is, we're really watching this scene here. I know, but it's here. very. And then, and she, she tries to grab away, but then she starts drowning because he has to swim away from her because she's trying to grab his oxygen. Yeah, and he yeah. leaves her there. And, and he leaves her there, but you see her, and you're like, that was not this sleeping, um, you know, right. sleeping death. You see, you death see, um, what's it called, Brad? Uh, I, 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 I don't mean to detract from this. I just saw James Cameron's filmography. Okay. Avatar 2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, and Avatar 5 are now in production. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yikes. Heaven help us. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's, let's please forget we've ever even heard that information. Okay. Um, Luke, just stop the podcast yeah. now. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's cool. I That one slipped my memory, but um, right. I, I still have a uh, – one of them is a drowning. Okay. Okay. Uh, and is. the reason is because I think it, too, plays on our fears of drowning. We have fears of drowning. We have I will, fears I will of admit, burning. I will admit that – Fears str- of falling. Yeah, I will, uh, I will admit that, uh, to me, drowning is probably one of the most stressful situations when done correctly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like in terms of stressing an audience out or stressing right. me out when I'm watching right. a film. Right. And right. yeah, and I, right. It's, you're, you're correct. And, uh, and this, I felt the same way when this, uh, young lady died. I thought she did a good job. Now, like I said, just going to sleep underwater versus, um, I'm convulsing. I'm, my body is reacting yeah, yeah. and I'm convulsing and my eyes are popping out of my head, I'm, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I have no oxygen. Yeah. And so I, one of them is, um, Vesper Lynn's death in Casino ah, Royale. Yeah. 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 And, um, uh, at yep. the very end, cause they show her he's reaching, right. And she doesn't just go to sleep. You see her when she's kind of like, she's just chilling out for a little bit. Yeah. And then you see when it happens, mm-hmm. right? Because she killed just, herself, right? She did, and yeah. she she went back, and she's kind of watching him, mm-hmm. right? And then you see when it starts to happen, and the and the her countenance changed completely, changes to now my brain is gone and my body's fighting for air, yeah. and my eyes are popping out, and so she starts like, you know, mm. you see the like the the body convulsions and stuff, and I remember watching, I was just like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Ugh. Like it was just it was it was one of those drowning. There's a there's a couple other drowning deaths, but not with any specific character. Saving Private Ryan had some drowning, mm-hmm. um, yeah, drowning deaths in it. Yeah, when you mentioned okay. drowning, I was thinking of uh, Glenn Close and Fatal right. Attraction. That oh. one's pretty brutal. Oh. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I one. have not no, seen that movie. I've never seen yeah. that one. Oh really? Yeah, it's really? not a it's not a good movie. But there's a pretty nasty. There's a bathtub fight really? scene and yeah. Spoilers, yeah. but she gets drowned in it. But um, but that one's actually pretty brutal. Like her eyes like roll up into the back of her right. head. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I I get that. I mean, and so well, I'm gonna save that Saving Private Ryan one. But that's one. Yeah. Uh, and and you know maybe you could put that that in there with it. It's a very drowning, and when they show body convulsions and you're fighting mm-hmm. for air and your eyes are like super wide and yeah. yeah and it's like when like when you get strangled right all the stupid strangling scenes we see mm-hmm. no, no one no one dies like these people they're like i got your neck right and as soon as they pass out the hero lets go yeah and i'm like oh. he's not dead people yeah he's yeah. gonna wake up in about 10 seconds yeah okay i've watched enough mma to to see <laughs> what happens when someone gets choked out you know <laughs> it's it's ridiculous but they're like dead Right? No, it's when the eyes go bloodshot and the tongue comes out, right? And that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, surprisingly, I was very, uh, this scene to me was, was a very realistic death scene, even though it was kind of in a, in a superhero world. But uh, my second one is when um, Thanos actually killed the vision. I felt like that oh, was a okay. very, 
because you know he died right when she kind of killed him right yeah. when he blasted a bunch of pieces when thanos pulled that thing out of his forehead and the way the the vision's color changed to like a, a solid gray mm-hmm. and then he just discarded the body and you saw his body just kind of flop and roll away and just lay there yeah i was like that dude is more dead than the people that disappeared in the ash clouds. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Right. And that's I remember when he killed him, I'm like, dude, yeah, that was a pretty hardcore death scene. And, yeah. you know, and he was completely lifeless. No life left. You're, you are a hundred percent dead. Yeah. Right. And, it, and part of that is because I think color change when yeah. you see people, mm-hmm. you, you know, when you see people just pass out, right. And then their eyes are kind of glazed over, but there's still life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can kind of tell. Yeah. But when you, when they show them, like sometimes they show the body like atrophied or whatever. Yeah. That's not what it's called. What is it called? Rigor mortis. Rigor mortis sets in mm-hmm. and they go like white or blue. Mm-hmm. That's when you see like death, yeah. you know? Uh, so that one, and my final one is one that's really disturbing, uh, but to me it was incredibly realistic. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Up in the room when he uh, yeah. was killed by, I don't know, I don't know these characters' names. Right. Mellish is who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, um, Private Mellish. Slowly, that to me looks. You're talking about the knife? Yes, yeah. the slow knife death. Where he starts to beg for his life. Where he's begging he, for his he actually, life. He does well. He does, but he he, he does, but he kind of doesn't. It's actually really interesting, um, and that's what I think that movie gets but, right in terms of people oh, dying, dude. Because, but it was it was because desperate. Because like he, it is, right. but people. It's it's interesting the way characters focus on the little things in those yeah. scenes because he. He does. He says, says, "Wait, wait, wait, no, don't." But he, he says the German says something in German to him, mm-hmm. and he says, "What does that mean?" It's like he it's like he needs to know like the what the last words are, are that are coming oh. out of this guy's mouth, and he's the last words he's gonna hear. Yeah. And so he says, "What does that mean?" Wait, 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 hold on. What does that mean? And he says, "Wait, wait, no, stop, stop, stop." Before yeah, he but like knife in his chest. I know, and, and it's like as he as he just slowly so he begs, but it. it's like this. It's like it's like you're dying, but you're focused on what this guy said to you in German, kind of a thing. It's interesting. But yeah. But I mean that that looks. We should look up what he said. I'm curious, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But they. Uh, it's in German, so I don't that know. to me was very. What was the James Cameron film, um, by the way, Brad? I can't find it. It might uh, be I beneath. Can't see, I can't. Let me try beneath. But one. even even when he died and when he went lifeless, the way his body was convulsing like yeah. that, yeah, you know, it was just kind of kicking. Yeah. Um, and just that was probably one of the worst death scenes, but one of the most realistic, I feel. Yeah. Um, death scenes that I've ever seen, and um. But that's 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 my number three. Now I Sanctum. actually have Sanctum. Sanctum. That's the name of the film. Um, Luke, can I say an honorable mention? Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna say an honorable mention to my boy Scene Bean, my boy Sean uh, Bean. Of course, I gotta put him in here because <laughs> yeah. he dies in every movie he's in. Right. And uh, I thought Bean. I actually thought Boromir's death was a pretty realistic death to me, okay. and it's only because of the size of the arrows. Mm-hmm. Um, and the color changed. His, his color changed, and his blood—the blood that was kind of on his face—it wasn't red anymore. It was like black. Yeah, mm-hmm. and his—it was—he was really white, and he had these huge, thick. Uh, not only that, but you can see how when adrenaline sets in, you can be shot and still have juice. Yeah, you know, even when you shot like that. Yeah, and right. so that to me was a very realistic type of death scene that he had mm-hmm. where he was just given all he had at the very end. Yeah. Uh, but it's more of an album mention. It didn't really make my list. Right. Uh, Cause you can kind of, that's a lot like a lot of other Hollywood yeah. deaths. Um, 
Yeah, but some of the deaths here, I don't think these are normal. Uh, they don't show drowning all the time like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and especially they don't show death scenes uh, like Saving Private Ryan and that knife scene. I think everybody remembers that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but not only how brutal it was, but how real, yeah. how real that was and how yeah. he was begging for his life yeah, right. at the end yeah. and mm -hmm. doing everything he could to, to yeah. just, ugh. Anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm done. Joey, what do you got, man? All right. So for my number three. Uh, I have um, a history of violence. Mm. So uh, there's a scene in that movie um, where Viggo Mortensen. I, think I saw parts of that. I don't know if I saw the whole movie. Yeah, my boy Viggo Mortensen. There's a scene where these uh, uh, two thugs come into um, the restaurant um, that he's that he's at, and um, and he's you know serving, and it's mm -hmm. uh, it's late, and so they've just closed. There's just one couple eating eating dinner. There's two other employees there um and he um and and these two guys come in and he tells them they're closed and and they uh and they essentially just demand coffee right demand coffee and pie um and the 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 the, the scene is very sinister but kind of underhandedly sinister he tells he tells the girl um that's that's waiting on people to go home so she goes for the door and the one thug grabs her and just kind of like leads her over and sits her down and it's the scene where you know things are going to go bad really yeah. quickly right yeah and but what I think is so interesting about it is the movie's a little bit older and there's some things about the violence that are kind of not super realistic. The one thug, um, essentially the Vigo smashes the one thug's face with a coffee pot and then he jumps over the counter. He grabs the thug's gun. He shoots the other one, right? He goes through the window, whatever. What I think is really interesting, <laughs> what I think is really interesting and the realistic part to me that was kind of kind of was that was the realistic part to me in this in this particular issue is that the one thug grabs a knife and he stabs Vigo in the foot right and and there's instant pain instant reaction Vigo turns around the guy's on the floor which is why he stabs him in the foot Vigo turns around with the gun he shoots the guy in the head now it's just like it's kind of like a far away shot right you don't see much but and to, I, I always find I feel like there have been so many headshot, oh yeah, headshot wounds in the, in the. We could do a whole list of just headshot wounds. Yes, headshot thousands. wounds. Yeah, headshot wounds in the history in the yeah. history of tens cinema, of thousands yeah. in the history yeah. of cinema. And this one, this one's at first there's almost nothing, nothing that sets it apart. Right. It just turns and shoots him in right. the head, and that's mm -hmm. it. And then you know, and Vigo kind of turns to to look at the damage to figure out if everyone's okay, and um, and then it, there's this shot of the of the thug's face to the side and the the side of his face has been like blown apart and there's just flesh and like Ugh. dangling blood and it's this really like gruesome scene that's kind of unexpected but it's also really in my opinion really realistic of what a bullet it's, would actually yeah of what yeah, a bullet would do a shot the in the head kind would of, actually yeah, the do. kind of damage a shot in the head would do especially that close so because again this guy's just on the floor right. next to him so because i just i feel like it, yeah, it, half your also, face is coming off, not a little hole in your forehead. Right, right not a little right. hole in your forehead, and also right. not, and also it's not. Um, it wasn't. Uh, this was before CGI as well, and so it wasn't like because I feel like there've also. I've, I feel like I've seen CGI headshots that have just just kind of come off as lame again because they're digital and you can tell they're digital. Where this yeah. is this is makeup, but it's you know it's flesh but is it, hanging it, off. But the, but the point face. is, it looked real. Yeah, it yeah. looked like it would actually look. Yeah. And to me, and to me, these, and to me, I guess my criteria. For a lot of this, Luke and I talked he, uh, a little while back. Luke asked me if I'd had my list made yet, and I didn't. And Luke had talked about how, to him, part of what makes a realistic death is is people's reactions on yeah. screen. Right? Mm -hmm. um, you mean others' so, others' reactions to the death? Well, I'll, yeah, I'll get I'll get to that. Yeah, he'll get right. to his own. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil your right. your list. 
Um, and so, and so when I actually sat down to start making my list, I kind of had to think about that too, because I was thinking, you know, like I haven't ever seen anyone actually get shot in the head. Thank God in real life, or there's many ways I haven't seen people die in real life. Um, and so it's hard for me to determine exactly what makes the death itself realistic or not. Right. Other than it just kind of appearing realistic to me. But to me also what makes, what makes the death realistic is not just not necessarily how people react after the death, because that's not necessarily that hard to do. People cry or people are shocked or, or people are, are angry, whatever the situation may be, but how people react before the death and then also during the death. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is what you had a little bit with saving private Ryan too. Yes. Um, and so, in the, and so in this particular one, just the way, you know, just the, the kind of what happens in the, in the, what happens in the scene itself and then the aftermath of that scene is, is very kind of visceral and in hmm. your face. Um, my number two is um, from Zodiac. Yeah. Have you guys yes. ever seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. The, um, the, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Yeah. The, the early scene um, when the Zodiac killer um, finds the couple on the beach by the yes. lake. Um, beautiful scenery, um, like a gorgeous yeah. area, right? But this really kind of seemingly intense scene but, you know, the Zodiac killer makes it out like he's simply going to tie them up and take their car, steal their car, right? And so and so I feel like everyone in the scene acts very polite to each other, but it's it's very kind of like what you would expect in this situation. He, you know, he, he gives the woman a rope. She's tying up the man. The man says, you know, kind of tries to whisper to her to tell him, you know, not don't tie it so tight. Maybe I can get out kind of a thing. Zodiac, you know, can see it. And so, you know, he says, he says, don't, you know, don't get any ideas, that kind of thing, right? She ties him up. Zodiac killer ties her up. He ties them both. He puts them on the ground, ties up their feet and their hands to each other and then walks away seemingly. And, you know, and the guy turns to her and says, it's going to be okay. They're very calm. They kind of just think they're, you know, getting their car stolen and going to be left here. He, the guys, at this point, the guy actually makes a mention of, he's like, Hey, don't leave us out here. You know, people could die with how cold it gets at night. Right. Like that's his biggest worry, not being killed by this guy in the, in the Zodiac in this weird uniform, he's worried about, you know, being left there and frozen. So it, it, the scene does a very good job at making you think like the danger is potentially passed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like this isn't going to end horribly. And then suddenly the Zodiac killer just starts stabbing the guy in the back. They're just laying on the yeah. ground. But the yeah. way the whole scene is done is what really kind of makes it so realistic and so horrible is that there's no music. It's like the, it's like anti-theatrical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no music. It's set to this beautiful backdrop and he just starts stabbing the guy and, and the woman just starts immediately screaming, just right. horrible, horrible right. screams. Right. And then he just starts, he, he yeah. just starts stabbing her. But again, it's not like, it's not super gory in a sense, right? It's just like, but you can hear the like the way the stabs that go in, and it's just it's a very visceral scene, very very chilling. And as far um, as I know, historically the guy survived, but yes, the guy died. Survived. That's right. Yes. Well, they they kind of play and they play they that do. out. He 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 moseys on into town somewhere or something. I thought. Well, they they play that out in the movie too because the guy gets stabbed several times in the back. Um, but then he moves on to the girl and they show him, he stabs her a bunch of times in the back, turns her over, stabs her in the front. Um, and before the scene cuts, mm-hmm. um, and so they show that she gets stabbed many more times. Yeah. Um, that's, that's an interesting point you bring up, um, that, that not many people talk about is female screams. Yeah. Which are just, uh, like yeah. for real screams yeah. are just bone chilling. Like yeah. they, they, yeah. they are, are, uh, you know, especially if you if you do see some in real life, like if it's if it's like a quick scare, yeah, or something like that, and they let out like a shriek or something like that, like the way that it it it, it grabs your attention and heightens 
your senses yeah. is pretty chilling. Yeah. But and when they do it accurately like that, yeah, mm-hmm. it yep. really adds to the the horror yes. of it. Yeah, and that and that scene, I mean, I guess in terms of of making a death realistic, a lot of that relies on both. I mean, the actor's reaction, but also I guess relies on the director. Mm-hmm. And director does a really significant plays a really significant role in this particular scene. Because right. like I said, there's no music whatsoever. You've yeah. got this beautiful backdrop, but the way they do it is the cameras focused in on their faces as they're tied to the ground and talking to each other. Right. So you don't even see you don't even see the Zodiac killer come up and start stabbing him initially. You do think everything's going to be okay, and then suddenly there's just like a, you can see a little black in the background, and then the and then you hear the knife wounds, right? And so it's this, it's the sound effects and stuff. It's very it's very very brutal scene um, um, and and but really how how like matter of fact it is rather than being theatrical or being right, dramatic for the right. sake of Hollywood is really kind of what makes it so so rough nice. and then um, for mine uh, for my number one um, I am also with Dove on this one I had um, two actually from Saving Private Ryan I had Private Mellish which we just mm-hmm, discussed mm-hmm. and I also had Giovanni um, Ribisi Yep, I had the medic. Oh, yeah. I had Wade. Um, Wade is almost more realistic to me in some ways. Um, the reason I say yeah. that is because the reason I say that is because, you know, the medic is the one that gets shot and he's diagnosing himself as as they're trying to patch him up, right? So just this just this idea that he He really like, looked like he had bullet holes in yeah, him. Yeah, just this yeah. idea that he looks like he has Ugh. bullet holes, he's got blood kind of pouring out of him yeah. at intervals, and he's trying to diagnose himself, right? He's like, How bad is it? Okay, give me the morphine. Okay, um, check my back for an exit wound. Yeah. Okay, um, did he hit my spine? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they're telling him he's gonna be okay, and he's like and he's rattling off like he's totally focused. Um, you know, like it like this is his patient, but it's him. Um, which again, it's to me that movie. To me, that movie, what makes the, some of the deaths so realistic is just how focused on, like when characters are not don't die right away, but they're dying. Mm-hmm. How focused they are in their reactions to mm-hmm. things and their reactions to their own death, mm-hmm. and the way you focus on what's right in front of you and like the very like little, almost seemingly minute things. Like if I feel like if I if somebody shot me, I'd be screaming. I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't be like, okay, check my back for an exit wound. Okay, did it hit my spine? Like I, I would not be that clear. Um, but he is because that's like what he knows, right? Mm. And he's asking for the morphine. And if I remember correctly, at the end, right before he he dies, I believe he he calls for his mom. And so like yeah. it, so th- some very very like heart wrenching but visceral yeah. visceral stuff. Um, yeah. So that yeah. one and and the scene with Mellish, um, which which yeah. Jeff pointed out, are mm-hmm. both. Um, to me, incredibly like realistic. Yeah. Um, like I and again, realistic to, to the point where it can give you nightmares. Man. Yeah, that one, that just, movie, oh. really. Yeah, this is why yeah. it's like, yeah, this is why people have freaking PTSD and stuff like well, that. Well, I mean, there's there's a reason that you know, you know, some people listen to this podcast might be like, why are these Christian guys talking about realistic death scenes? You know, why are they celebrating? Why would you talk about this on a on a Christian podcast? You know, shouldn't shouldn't we be staying away from stuff like this? And and what I'm trying to say is that. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think people can be desensitized to violence um, uh, by film. Nothing can desensitize you from the real thing except the real thing. Okay, you, you can't be you can't be ready for war by watching war movies. You can't be ready for working out by watching working out movies. Okay? Watching films about things cannot desensitize you. With maybe the possible exception of pornography, can desensitize you to um, certain sexual feelings. But what I'm saying is um, violence, uh, watching violence on TV cannot desensitize you to it because once you see it happen in front of you, you could watch all the most violent, disgusting films in your life. Once you see real domestic violence happen in front of you, it's worlds apart, worlds apart, okay? 
Um, it, it, the violence that only happens on, on TV is only a shadow. Um, now, it can mess you up if you're young, but it can never tru- tru- truly desensitize you to real violence. And, and what I'm saying about why we talk about realistic deaths is realistic deaths should be noted in movies because the, the, the point of watching or portraying a realistic death is to relate to us how horrible death really is. We should be continually reminded how horrible death is. And when films do it correctly, they're communicating the correct message about death, that it is truly horrible, that it is not natural, that this is not something that was built into the way that things were meant to be. Yeah. Death of human beings was never meant to be. And, um, and specifically some of the horrible, gruesome deaths that we're talking about. Yes, yeah, specifically so. some of the horrible, gruesome deaths. But even some of the, th- the things that are horribly gruesome are... Uh, aren't so gruesome in their nature. It's it's they're they're gruesome. Um, I mean, they're not gruesome because of their their they're weird or they're different. Right, right, it, they're yeah. they're gruesome because they're realistic. Yeah. And um, it's important it's important for films to communicate death in a way that it is horrible. And and I think when when that's that's part of art, you know, death is horrible. It should always be portrayed as such. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would say it should should always. Um, but it is most accurate when it is portrayed correctly. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're talking about realistic death scenes because death truly is a horrible thing, and it sticks with us when we see it portrayed correctly. Um, so my honorable mention for uh, most realistic death scenes is, is is yes and no a death, be- and that's why it's an honorable mention, but from actually the film of all films, <laughs> probably the first time we talked about it on this podcast is Constantine, when he is holding Rachel Weiss underwater, mm-hmm. um, because uh, he has mm-hmm. to send her to hell, but she has to be right on the brink of death. Either she dies or she doesn't. I'm not sure what it is, but she has to be so close to death that it's the only way to, to be transported down into hell. Yeah, I remember is, this scene. Yes, and he and he's like, and so this whole time she's kind of like believing him about what's going on, and and he's like, well, this this time I need you to I need you to lay underwater, and you pretty much need to drown. And she's like, okay, well, I guess I just need to lay underwater for a couple seconds. So he lays her underwater in the bathroom, and she's just looking up at him like, okay, it's not happening. I'm, I'm not being transported. And he's just looking at her, holding her there. And then she starts to slowly, like, you know, fight back, and the scene gets really desperate. Yeah. As she starts she really to, like, starts kicking. Kicking yeah. and fighting him, and he's holding her down, and it's kind of like, oh, this is okay. This is getting crazy. And it just really snowballs and escalates into, like, a really desperate scene, which was very well done, in my opinion. Right. Um, but yeah, you could argue she technically doesn't die, so that's not all. It's, that's why it's, <laughs> it's, an on, it's an honorable mention. But again, there's goes She went to, to limbo. Point. Yeah, she went to limbo. Children's limbo. Children's limbo. Um, <laughs> So, so she technically doesn't die, um, and um, uh, so that's why it's honorable mention. But it goes back to your uh, talk about drowning and how, how desperate things and yeah. realistic yeah. things can become. The stress you talked about, Joy, when yeah. somebody's yeah. drowning. Um, but uh, my number, my number three is is Giovanni Ribisi from. Um, Ooh, he made uh, Luke's number three. Nice. He's yeah, my number that, one, that so from from Saving Private Ryan. Be because, like I said before, when I was talking with Joey, it's not the people who are dying that sell the death. It's a, it's it's what are the people who are alive doing? What are they doing? That's that really sells sells the death to me. Um, uh, you know, again, that scene where they're all trying to comfort him, they're talking, you're gonna be okay, and everyone's talking, everyone's desperate. And, and, you know, he goes from being cold and mechanical and calm under pressure to start crying for his mom. Yeah. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you, like, even though all the positive comments and the power of positivity or what have you, you know in the back of your head this guy's going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that was such a realistic death scene to me because of the desperate, the desperate feel you could feel of all the people around him 
trying to save his life. Like, yeah. this is desperate. We really, you know, a lot of other guys died, but we really don't want this guy to die. Please, yeah. we don't want this guy to die. Yeah. That's my number three. My number two. Yeah. I think part of that, too, is, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, I'm a, not a military person, but mm-hmm. there probably is a special place in everybody's mind and heart for the medic of the yeah. team. Oh, yeah. yeah I, you know, because this guy yeah. is responsible for me. If yeah. I get shot anywhere, you know, yeah. he's going to be, yeah. he either was, is, or is going to be. Mm-hmm. And so they'll 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 do whatever it takes to yeah. protect him. And that probably, it seemed to play into that scene a little bit. Like this is yeah. the guy who takes care of us. Right. Um, right. And it seemed that way. It's like everybody, like forget all their differences and everybody's coming together. You see how many hands go on his belly like yeah. that. It's, yeah, it's right. very symbolic, I think, to that yeah. too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, my number two was Edward Delacroix from, or Delacroix from the Green Mile, uh, the Cajun man who gets electrocuted um, oh, yeah. without the sponge being wet. I thought didn't know I thought. the sponge was supposed to be wet. You know, um, <laughs> Percy, per- Percy, what Percy, a great bad guy. You just hate that guy so much. Um, <laughs> just like what was it, Wild Bill, or was it Billy the Kid? I forget. I forget which one it was uh, Sam Rockwell. Um, mm. But mm, Percy okay. doesn't wet the sponge and. This guy gets electrocuted to death in such a violent and gruesome way. But again, it's the people who are alive that, you know, the looks that they give each other like, oh, my gosh, you know, we're torturing this guy to death. And, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there screaming on the on the chair as he's being electrocuted to death in, in the most violent way. And everyone in there starts to like, you know, there's like panic ensuing inside the. the and, and it's funny because this is what they're all there to see. Yeah. They're all there to see this guy die. Yeah. But. Not this way. Yeah. You know, and that, more that civilized was... More civilized Yeah, yeah. More civilized, if you even call death civilized. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the, you know, this panic starts to, like, build up in the people who are watching what's going on. And that, to me, is what sells the, the horror of the reality of his death. They also portrayed a smell, it seemed. That's right, A lot of yes. them were covering. Yeah. And then a lot of them started to leave before he was dead. Yeah, right. Yes. But yeah. he's still cooking, and they're up, like, running out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so to me, I remember yeah. thinking in my head that when I was watching that, that they were portraying that there's a stench too, mm-hmm. that we don't smell as an audience, which was interesting. Yeah. Right. One guy, one guy shouts like, oh, he's, "I can't!" He's like, "Turn it off! I can't! He's still alive!" Uh, that's that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's like right. Halfway through. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that was that's a right. pretty realistic death scene. Yeah. That's right. He's still alive. Can't turn it off. You know. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the, the merciful thing to do is keep it on. You know. <laughs> Well, the merciful thing to do would be pull out a piece and just shoot them right in front of everybody. But, you know, they're just prison guards. What are you going to do? Emma, number one, um, Private Mellish, number one. Uh, that's absolutely the most realistic death scene where you really feel the full weight of what's going on in that scene um, of the horror of death. And, you know, one thing that helped Horrible. it, one thing that helped it too, is a lot of times when you hear uh, off in the distance the screams of people who are being killed, that also really helps. In that scene, you did hear that when what's his face, Private, uh, but not Butkiss. What was his name? Upham. Upham, yes, Corporal Upham. Yeah, was downstairs and he could hear what was going on. That also helped to the gravity, uh, you know, the shouts and the scuffling that was going on upstairs. That really helped put into your imagination, um, you know, what was going on upstairs and yeah, really like, helped with the horror of like, what was get going on up there, man. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, I'm watching this. I'm like. Hurry up! Yeah, the, the frustration it's, it's just drives you so crazy. I mean, that, that had everything that a death is involved with—the frustration, the fear, 
uh, the not knowing, um, the pain, um, you know, the horror. And, and that scene just kind of like had it all, you know, yeah. without without being like gruesome for the sake of gruesome. That mm-hmm. that per- stream that scene accurately portrayed a very realistic death of what would actually happen in this. And, and it wasn't just a realistic death; it was a realistic fight. Right. Uh, it, it seemed like these people, they each one of them know that one of them is going to die here today. Right. During this struggle, and you don't see a lot of like um, punching. Mm-hmm. Right, it is just nothing but like grabbing and clutching and and biting. whatever. But yeah, biting. Um, and who's got the knife and where is that? And it's just clothes and and just a grapple, and and you're saying things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It just seemed so real, like mm-hmm. just th- that whole scene for not just the death but the fight leading up to it right. too. Yes, yes. So that was my that was my number one. So those are uh, my three. Uh, picks good list guys honorable mention yeah um you know the temptation i think i might say this one but the um the temptation is to do uh next month uh the three most unrealistic deaths um you know these sometimes they're long and drawn out and people are bleeding to death and it takes them like 30 minutes to die or what have you and it's just like oh my gosh are you kidding me um that's the temptation i think i might save that one um uh, 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 there is an interesting thing that happens in Hollywood um, that for some reason I can't figure it out. A lot of times similar movies come out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, next month, next month, give me three films um, that were similar to each other that you can't really explain how they came out at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So, well, well, I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of films that's so just... No, they I, seem I, like the I, same I already, genre. I could probably already pull three out. Yeah, yeah I know. Or I know it's going to be exactly six. It's going to end up being six films. Yeah, I but mean, we're I mean six films pairs. each? No, no, three films. It's three pairs. Oh, I'm talking about oh, two, oh, yeah. two films that came out very close together that have very similar Themes ideas. Or yeah, ideas. Yes. That and you're just yeah. like, how yeah. did this happen? Yeah. You know, so. Uh, yeah, okay. So Pretty much like there's like almost like there's a Wizard of Oz type character at the top of Hollywood just handing out script ideas. All right, two yeah. different companies are going to do this. Right, yeah, right. right. Or, yeah. or, or there's some sort of person tracking a trend. Yeah. And one guy catches onto it. Yeah. And the other guy, another guy catches onto it, and they like race each other to see if you can capitalize on this trend. So, or people are putting their patents in fast enough. Yeah, or something. <laughs> happens a lot, and I don't know why. But anyway, is, we'll talk weird. about that exactly next month. This concludes this month's four episodes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's a Christian podcast talking about films. Thanks for listening. This is Dove, Joey, and Luke, and Brad, and Athena. We will see you guys next week. Later. Yeah.